are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media Special Edition. Tonight, riding with me and the true god, we have our special co-host, friend of the show. He is the host of the South Congress podcast. He is now also co-hosting a show called My Point Is with Rob Wilkins via the Fightful YouTube and Twitch. And he is a writer for The Ringer. He is Seahawk Cam Hawkins. We also have two special and honored guests tonight from the CEO of Seaplane Entertainment Management, Chris Cartwright, along with the host of TZ's Table, the host of the Swerve City Podcast. He recently helped Semi Guevara come out to the ring at Grand Slam and also has the number two on the hip-hop charts, Amazon streaming, Pressure. It is Monteezy. All with us tonight. Welcome, gentlemen. Peace, King. Peace, King. True. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. Thank you for having me on, brother. Thank you for the invite. Thank you, man. For sure, for sure, man. Look, I, I, I've I've been chopping it up with TZ for a couple years now. Uh, same thing with Chris. Uh, Cam, I feel like I know Cam a lot longer than I have. <laughs> yeah, it's been like what, like two years? Like just about. Is it like two? No, nah, it's been yeah. three. Like three, it was like yeah. right around time, right around time my mom passed. So it's like three, uh, three years. You know what I'm saying? So he's all good brothers here, man. I'm just glad to have them on the DAR uh, Sports and Media Network, man. We uh, we just love, we just love work. You know, working with talented people who also are just down to earth, real brothers. And so I'm glad to have y'all here. Um, wanted to say first, thank you to uh, thank you to TG to coming on, man. You know, I've been trying to get you on for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Finally got got the schedules all worked out. Um. The first thing I want to talk about, I feel like it's this, this is we got to talk about this with TZ, is what Eric just mentioned, the Sammy Guevara thing at Grand Slam. You got to come out and perform. Uh, like, what was that like for you just walking out there in front of, I mean, it was like 10,000 people? Just, you know what I mean? Like, that, that has to be probably what, like, one of the largest performances for you ever, right? Yeah, man, that honestly was the largest crowd I ever performed in front of. Um uh, one of the biggest AEW shows that they've had, you know what I mean? And it's in my birth state being in Queens, New York, where I'm from. So it was like, it was coming home, coming back home to Queens, not too far from Far Rockaway, where I, where I was uh, born to come out to be able to do that was phenomenal, man. It It's, um, it's, it's surreal, like sitting back. I haven't watched the full performance back yet because I don't want to get too much in the moment. I haven't watched it back yet. I don't want to nitpick at stuff I might've did. But I, I, I definitely appreciate the moment. And, you know, I'm recognizing that, you know, as us, as you, you know, you yourself, True God, and a lot of us artists that are associated with AEW, it, it means a lot for us to, to represent this culture, it's represent this company in this way. You know what I mean? Because we're one of the yeah. few that gets an opportunity to do it. So you can't take it for, take it for granted at all with the opportunity. So excuse me it means a lot to be able to do that that experience was dope man being back there doing the rehearsal with sammy and, and letting that settle in that this is actually happening that day i wasn't <laughs> i didn't eat nothing <laughs> I, I, I was walking around i was walking around the locker rooms and i was just like man this is really gonna happen and it didn't really hit me until i got mic'd up like i did the rehearsal everything was cool and i was just sitting there chilling then i changed yeah. my clothes i was changing my clothes and then right before Jericho came out, 
I was getting mic'd up. And I'm like, and I'm standing, I'm standing to the next to me. And again, Kenny Omega standing right there. And he's like, you got this, bro. And I'm like, oh man, this is different. (laughs) It's kind of different here. So um, originally there was supposed to be fire that came out. What you know, I say he does his thing and fire comes out, but I don't think they did it because because it, it's so hot it might have messed me up. So when you hear it, when you right next to the pyro and you hear the fire, you hear it, it goes. You're right there, and I know the wrestlers kind of be in the zone, so they're used to it. But if you're performing and it's right right next to you, because I'm like right in the middle of the fire when they tried it in the rehearsal, it was like right there. I'm like, oh crap! But they didn't put it up during the performance. I was like, I'm kind of glad they didn't. But it was um. It was an amazing experience, man, being out there in front of 10,000 people. And it's funny, you as a performer, you guys that are performers as well, you know that you build up all this anticipation and it goes by very quick. After the yep. entrance, I was like, damn, that's it? Like, it's over. You know what I mean? And I went back and I, I leave out the curtain and Swerve is the first person right there to give me a hug and say congratulations. Like, that was dope. Swerve is right there behind the curtain. He's the first person behind the curtain to say, yo, congratulations, brother. You did it. You did it on your own muscle. And that was a great experience, man. And uh, Jericho, everybody back there gave me praise for it. So, you know, and then I, I'm towards the end of the night, I get changed and I leave. And then I'm passing, and Tony Khan walks right by. He gives me fist bump. said, "Yo, great job, man!" And he keeps walking. You know, Tony Khan walks like like he's driving sixty miles an hour, so he's walking real fast. <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, man, congratulations, brother!" And he walks, speeds off. I'm like, "Hey, man, if the boss is happy, I'm happy." So, great experience, man. I will not. I will not take that for granted, and I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity. For sure, for sure, man. I, like I said, man. I, I you know I was watching, and uh, I I like I saw Sammy come out, and I was like, wait, like who that man? Like who that behind? I was like, oh shit, that's Teasy. And I uh you know like one one of my boys was like, hey yo, that's Teasy on TV, yo. And like we we celebrated like you know what I'm saying like 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 it's us, you know what I mean? Because it's Appreciate like it's that, dope, bro. you know what I'm saying? Because you don't get to see that. In professional wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming from the hip-hop background, you know what I mean? I've always felt like professional wrestling embraced hip-hop, but also kind of from, like, afar. You know what I mean? Like, like we had the WWF, what was it, the, the Volume Ones, and they had the one where they put Run DMC, Method Man, and them on there. But we never got... I think AEW is doing something unprecedented, you know, when, when they take, you know, like, like you know, yourself... Um, like like Mega Ran guys like that like myself and they and they put us on this this platform in this forefront I think is groundbreaking and I think you know the sky's the limit from from here with with everything I mean that performance is obviously I don't think that's a one and done for you you know what I mean I don't I definitely don't see that being as a one and done so I, I'm I'm just anxious to see what what you get to do next um, you know what what all hip hop artists get to do next with AEW I think there's a big big opportunity there and hip hop being honest, hip hop needs some life. <laughs> it needs some life right now, and I feel like the wrestling business could help. You know, get a little more life into it. So, um, once again, congratulations on that. You mentioned Swerve, mm-hmm. and I, so I wanted to talk to you about about Swerve briefly. I mean, you know, he for one, he's killing it. I mean, I I know you know he's killing it right now. But I wanted to talk because I I saw uh, the Emmett video, the Emmett cipher thing. Now, as you Swerve. Anthony King, I saw Rich. Rich Lada was in the in the video too. What's what's going on with that? I I know y'all got like a project or something y'all working on right now. Something coming. 
uh yeah man so that project is a it'll just be for free obviously it's just gonna be you know maybe like a soundcloud or or um you know uh one audio mac or something like that but it's just gonna be uh it's a project where all of us are just kind of getting on industry beats and just 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 trading verses keeping our pen sharp keeping keeping sharp you know iron sharpens iron so we're doing a lot of fun stuff with that we um we have uh my verse on there we have um kid uh uh, uh nick caution from the flat but zombies on there we got uh who else we got we have um man we're reaching out to a whole bunch of people to get some features on it we're, we're gonna you know, we're going to uh, just get a roundup of MCs and we're doing a, a tape of basically just early 2000 beats. And, you know, um, we're just going to go in and, and uh, you know, uh, do like a, a mixtape thing, maybe like 10, 11 songs. And what you heard on the song, that video was basically three of the completed songs, but we all picked our favorite verses from each one. So like we felt King had the strongest verse on, on Mike Check because because King's been cheating. King's been cheating. <laughs> King's been starting all of them off. And I'm like, yo, bro, you got to let <laughs> He's been starting them off. Then we got to follow him. We're like, oh, my God. We're like, And then he he takes all the flows. So we're like, okay, what are we going to say? Like, we and Sphere and Swerve, we look at each other in the studio like, all right, bro, what, what are we going to say? But it's, it, it, it's fun. Um, uh, So he started, he did mic check. So uh, his verse, we chose his verse because for that one, because that was the strongest. Still tipping uh swerves went off so we had that one go uh that one and then uh i ended my verses last on you'll hear on the gossip folks beat swerve went first on that one king then i went last and that was my strongest uh strongest verse on on that one so we uh just chose those three and ended up doing that for the um for the cypher you know what i mean so it's a lot of fun we are uh, probably dropping the end of the year just a little something for the streets to have something something fun some group stuff of all of us together yeah, Third man. I, um, just real quick, what do you think? What do you think's changed? I mean, wrestlers. Um, you know, we grew up watching people in the eighties, nineties, even before that. They've always had talented friends or family or people who hung around. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But now, like, we're kind of at this time where the wrestlers' very talented friends are able to collaborate on projects with them. And, you know, as we talk about what you do, what your peers do, what you've been able to do, um, you know, I, I it's not about me, but I look at the stuff I've been able to do, like having relationships, but also having the talent to kind of push on. Why do you think it works out so much better today when there's a thousand guys we never heard of from 10, 15 years ago who were around the wrestlers, hanging with them, partying with them? What, what do you think's changed? Is, is it wrestlers have more power wrestlers have more interest people in charge have more interest a combination of that kind of what do you think i think that one i think the times has changed i think the times has changed now great question cam i think that the the times has changed i think that the industry has changed in the fact that people like myself true god people like that who either are no wrestlers associated with wrestlers or even in the sense of knowing how to work the industry now, Cam, I think it's kind of changed because back in the day, we didn't really have many options because there weren't really no, really didn't know what the options was. And you got to think too, it was only WWE for a long time. And then there was the Indies. So in the Indies, 
there was really not, I mean, you can make music for people, but that was more independent. If you knew wrestlers, you could do it, and then you work your way up the ladder in the indies, and then WWE was kind of the end goal, and then you realize WWE, how they did business for certain things. It was only so far you can go with that in a situation if you're not like a little Uzi Vert or something like that. Mm-hmm. So when AEW happened, it was a opportunity to give a chance. Shout out to Mikey Ruckus and everybody else who, who showed love the opportunity to put other people in position off relationships. Like true knows a lot of wrestlers. I know a lot of wrestlers, you know, uh, Chris knows a lot of wrestlers. So it gave us an opportunity to be able to, to get ourselves in and branch in on that opportunity cam. I think from back in the day now, I also think too, we know how to capitalize on it. Now. I think we know how to capitalize on it with social media, having relationships as in the post to back then it kind of was kind of closed off. You kind of didn't know, but then when you had the the mega rands, the myself, the true gods, the you know all the people that are in, in especially in like the AEW, uh, the first first who we are album, like that branch of people that are in are kind of the first crux of people that are getting in now to you know what I mean to expand and open that door. So you know I think Cam is just is just different now. I think we're also in a wave too now where there's more talented wrestlers getting into the music side of things. You know what right. I mean? I think that. Now, you know, there's there's more guys doing it. You know, you see a, a good crop of maybe 10, 11 guys that are musicians. And, you know, it's um, it's good to see. You know what I mean? It's good to see that, you know, for that opportunity as well. So with them making music, that gives you more chances to collab with them and keep your network popping. You know what I mean? Because they're in the wrestling field. You're an artist. So it, with them making music, it also keeps your wave going. It's like a... It's like a good effect, you know. If you if you're able to do your thing, and then you find a wrestler that can do his thing, and you guys collab, that keeps you in the game too. So TZ, I, I wanted to get a little bit of that story of of when did you first fall in love with wrestling, and when did you? What was the genesis of sort of trying to to meld together um, the hip hop side and the music stuff that you were getting into, and the wrestling world? How did that story come about? Where you became interested in getting involved or loving wrestling and then wanted to cross over the music to become a part of it. And Chris, uh, when did you, uh, what was the story about you seeing these guys, this group and wanted to hook up with them as a talent management uh, aspect of things? Well, um, for me first, man, you know, my first, my first pay-per-view, man, was WrestleMania 8, 1992, bro. I'm 35. Yeah. I, I got no problem saying it, my age, bro. I'm yeah, 30 effing five. I'm 35 and happy. So, uh, you know, it, the great, the great thing about it is, man, it was, uh, WrestleMania 8, uh, Macho Man versus, versus Ric Flair, the classic, she was mindful, she was your storyline. Uh, my, one of my favorite matches of all time, Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper. Uh, Undertaker versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Still, my favorite heel run to this day is 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 ninety one, ninety two. Jake the Snake Roberts. I, I will go on my grave with that. I, that's my favorite heel to do it. Uh, you know. Um, so you know, it has been a a whirlwind for me, man. So you know, when I was younger, I was always a fan. Then one day, bro, I'm chilling, and my son's like three years old. My baby mama's about to drop my son off to me. And then I'm watching the WWE Network, and then I'm watching when The Shield debuted and Roman Reigns and The Shield put The Rock through the table in the match against CM Punk. So randomly, I just said, I don't know what crossed my mind. I said, I'm going to make a song about this dude. So the Roman Reigns idea song came out of nowhere. 
And I don't, I had no plan. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna write a song about this dude. And I randomly just went to the studio and did it. And that was the Roman Reigns Heart of a Warrior song that came out 2014, almost 10 years now. And it just, it went, what 2014 viral was different from now. It was than 2023 viral. It was kind of getting to that crux of what viral meant, but it went everywhere and it was kind of overload. People started hitting me up. Wrestling fans just kind of went everywhere with it. So I was like, huh, that's what's up, you know, and uh, ended up getting some viral success from that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue to do this. So I I started from the ground up, like truths from truths from DMV area. I went, I went to Maryland and then I started just making songs for anybody. If you want a song, I'll do it. You know what I mean? I didn't charge no money for, for two, three years. About 2017, I started charging. I did it for like three years, just putting my name out there. Did it like Lil Wayne with mixtapes, bro. You want a song? You want a song? You want a song? You want a song? And I was at the studio knocking out 10 joints, 10 joints a weekend sometimes. But that got the name out there. And still to this day, I tell anybody, when artists hit me up for advice from this, man, word of mouth is still the strongest promotion out here. Because if Cam represents True God to somebody, and Chris represents art to somebody, it's more retention. They're more likely to listen to it because you said to check it out. Then you just scrolling down your phone, you go to the Instagram reel, and yeah, they'll click it and they'll like check it out. But if Cam calls True and say, check this out, he's going to be like, oh, my man's told me to check this out. I'm definitely going to listen to it. Yay or nay, and listen to my opinion. So word of mouth is still the strongest kind of promotion. So, you know, I just did it the mixtape way, mixtape Wayne way. I went to every promotion that I could. I went on planes, West Virginia, Cali, North Carolina, you name it. I spent my own dime. These promotions weren't paying me a dime. I went on my own vessel, performed theme songs for them. Hey, just give me give me two minutes on the car to perform the entrance. I'll do it. I don't care about the money. So that was helped build my name and my credit to this point now throughout these years and why you know, I have these connections. And I and 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 I didn't meet Swerve till 2000. I met Swerve in 2015, but we didn't start being cool to 2017. So that was like three years while I was just doing this. I was everywhere. You know what I mean? So that was my strategy. And just believe it. I said, you know what? At the time, it wasn't as popular. So I said, hey, man, let me let me just corner the market. Let me see how I could do this. You know, and still to this day, I still do that. I still go to indie shows, still look out for people even now. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not changing the game. I'm not changing how I approach things. Hey. You're an up-and-coming wrestler, you dope. Hey, I'll do something for you. You know what I mean? Eh, I don't know about the money. We'll worry about it later. I still do that now because I'm not really concerned about, you know what I mean? I'm not, you know, it's about giving back to the game. And we we all had the WWF aggression albums and all that. And we were like, how can we get in this? And now that people like me, True, and other people are in these positions, it's like, you know what? So I was telling him, based on the things that I do down here in South Florida, I was like, hey, why don't you come check out the Miami Marlins? You know, we have opportunities. You know, we always look for different people as far as celebrities, you know, big wrestling people. A lot of the people that I work with, they're wrestling fans. And, you know, they heard us were through Lucha Underground, through WWE, some of them through the independents. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So last year he drove all the way down from where he lived. He lived in Florida, drove down. We did the first pitch and we just been really cool ever since then. So, you know, Swerve is like, yeah, you know, we want to do more stuff. Talk to Montezzi. And I've heard about Montezzi, and he doesn't notice. Like, I've heard about him through a lot of cats on Facebook. You know, a lot of my guys that are independent wrestlers, they would always, you know, obviously share stuff. Like, how we talk about the Roman Reigns song? 
he would just share a lot of his links and stuff. And I'm just like, I would always see this hashtag MC Elliot, MC Elliot, MC Elliot. Now, you know, I was like, yeah, man, this, this dude. So, you know, I put it together. They were co-hosting the Swerve City podcast. I was like, yeah, this is definitely going to be a good relationship. You know, we were talking and Montezzi just had a plan. And when it comes to like artists, I like self-starting artists. I like self-motivated where I don't have to like micromanage somebody. Cause I've dealt with artists when I was an artist myself rapping and I had guys in the crew and I had to always tell them like, yo, let's do this. Let's do this. And it was always hard. Now it's like between me, Montezzi and my guy T Murray, who I also manage, they're self-started individuals. They go to the studio themselves. They pay for their own studio time. They pay for their own things. And it's a lot easier. It's like, it's like a breath of fresh air working for Montezzi and T Murray. So, you know, I always set up stuff with Montezzi. Shout out to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Montezzi did the first pitch out there with them. Um, just other things that we've worked on and we are working on. You know, me and Montezzi chopped it up at AEW here in Sunrise. And he introduced me to a lot of people, you know, through AEW. Shout out Sean Dean. Um, you know, it's a lot of people. Plus, we knew a lot of mutual people being there. So that's also helped. And... Yeah, that's what I really look for in like an artist. It's a self-starting, self-motivated, obviously talented person that don't have to like pull teeth to get them to do stuff. You know, okay, a video shoot is this day or a photo shoot is this day or social media is this. And, you know, it's a lot easier when it's somebody that's willing to do it. They're hungry for it. They got the music. They see a, a vision bigger than what they've always been told. And that's why I enjoy working with them. And I just do the marketing stuff for them and help them out and it's it's been great ever since you know shout out swerve swerve's doing big things as well and them as a group are doing big things you know swerve city swerve city podcast montezzi with tz's table and all of it so that's pretty much where i fit in just doing the talent management the marketing the consulting and just you know overall just overall things behind the scenes with them i was gonna ask uh tz a silly question why I work with Chris, but Chris is also the hardest working person I know in anything. So Chris, kind yeah. of, Chris is always working. Like he's always doing a job for I somebody somewhere. Too, man. Like I send, I send cam stuff. I send true stuff. Me and Monty, like I said, we talk every day on social media. If he's not texting me something, I'm texting him. Yeah. And it's just opportunities that just come by. It doesn't matter if it's wrestling related, if it's, you know, media related, if it's music related, if it's fashion related, we're trying to get it going. And it's just like, I just like talking and I'm always working. Even while I'm at work, I'm working on stuff. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, you know, it's crazy real quick, bro. <laughs> I look at it when it comes to hustling. Like, I swear to God, I, I, I look at this because it's like animals. It's like nature, bro. I watch lion documentaries, right? I, fuck, I love lions, right? Because I just love their life. And it's short, but impactful. So a lot of times when you see it, when it comes to hustling, when you see a lion going for a deer or a, a zebra or whatever, it's a lot of patience. It's a lot of waiting. And that was comes with the hustle. That's the work that we're doing. That's the networking that we're doing. And then when we find, then when you catch that deer or that zebra with their head down and they don't see you coming, you take off. And then that's the next move being made and you get the meal. That's how I look at hustle. I look at it just like that. There's a lot of waiting games with a lot of stuff. You got to wait. You got to sit back. You can't get too 
antsy about things. You got to sit back and kind of scope. It's a lot of, and like I said, when we and Swerve did the Chris Jericho episode, it's it's, it's you got to be a you got to be a master sniper. A lot of people want to be John Wick with everything. Just come in and shooting everything. Ah, da, 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 da. You can't do that with hustling. You got to be, you know, argue in the military. You have to sit back in the camouflage with the sniper shot, wait for your target. It's a lot of waiting. But when they come out, all you need is one bullet. That's all you need. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I I like to approach my hustle. I like to see things. Oh, okay. I see what I see what's happening. Now, now the creative challenge for me is, and I know True's in this situation too. Now everybody want to wrestle the rap. Everybody want to do it. <laughs> everybody want to do it. Okay. So now I want to adapt. How can I? <laughs> okay. How can I reinvent? And I can say, okay, before this becomes. Before I see, uh, before I see um, uh, Ti doing a wrestling song, how can I, how can I circumvent around it? How can I, how can I move? Because when something becomes a wave and everybody wants to do it, then you have to work around it and reinvent yourself so that you're not caught into what everybody else is doing. Even if you're established and you're here, you know how retention is with people and how it goes. So that's the same thing with the hustle. And see it and me talking to Chris each and every day. And and it's just is it's plotting world takeover while being able to adjust. I think what messes people up is they're not adjustable. They're not adjustable to situations. They're not able to look, I'll be totally honest with you. When I'm next to Swerve, Swerve's a TV star. You know what I mean? He has different opportunities that I have because of his access. That's cool with that. When I'm with him, I have no problem grabbing rebounds and playing defense. When I'm by myself, I'm scoring 40 by myself. And I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? That's just the way it goes. Self-awareness is what's going to keep you relevant in this game for 20, 30 years, being self-aware. Uh, you know what I mean? It's understanding your position, understanding your situations. Yes, we're partners. Hey, he's Andre 3K. He's the star. He's Andre 3K. I'm cool being big boy. I'm still just important as outcast as Andre 3K is. I just know my role in the situation. So, you know what I mean? That's the dynamic of, of hustling and being able to work. So, just had to say that. Nah, for sure. Look, I, I, I respect that. And it's interesting that you say that because I agree with you uh, on the on the on the wrestling rap thing becoming a wave. I definitely see it. I, you I see it too, right? <laughs> see it. I'm seeing it, and I, you know that's why I step back a little bit. I say, you know, let me chill. You know, what I'm saying, let me let me chill a little bit. And um, but I but I wanted I wanted to touch on something because it's been mentioned a couple times by both you uh, and Chris is the Swerve City podcast, uh, which is which is a, it's a monster, man. Y'all have had some amazing episodes, big guests. What was the motivating factor that led to you and Swerve saying, let's do this? And also, how does Swerve, City's pod, uh, Swerve City podcast differ from TZ's table for you? Great, great question, man. Great question. Well, Swerve City podcast started in 2017. So when he was still on the indies, I think before he started Lucha Underground, he was still getting his name up in the indies. So I ended up booking him for an interview. Uh my podcast at the time was called the Theme Song King Podcast. Thank God I didn't go with that. Uh, <laughs> true, whack ass title. <laughs> um, y'all, so so I ended up uh, booking him for the podcast at my recording studio, and I just had an interview with him. Um, he was going to be the first uh, athlete that I looked out, uh, look, reached out to. Um, I sent him a payment to come down and do the interview. We did the interview. It went by very smooth. And then at the end of the interview, he said, hey, man, you want to do a podcast with me? He liked my interview style because my interview style wasn't the same as other people. I didn't really I didn't ask him many wrestling questions at all. I didn't I didn't care to. So 
he was like, I like your interview style, man. Let's do something together. We could be partners. I'm like, okay. So at the time, we was going to the Hotspots Network, and it was like, hey, you want to huh. we'll buy the content? It will, and we'll do it. So I was like, okay. So I traveled all the way to Orlando where he was at in his small apartment at the time. And he was, uh, who was he roommates with? I think he's roommates with Wesley, Desmond Xavier. No, Moose. He was roommates with Moose at the time. And we, um, God, Lee, I feel old. So that's the story. And we, um, you know, we we started doing a podcast on his couch. You know what I mean? Our first guest was Rich Swan. And we just started on his couch. We built, we was on two beanbags on IG Live. And, you know, it was us two together. You know what I mean? And we built this whole thing to where it is now over these years. We've had everybody, you know, at WWE Network, AEW, you know, from Charlotte Flair to Bailey to Donnell Jones, Music Soul Child. We've had everybody, you know, we've had everybody on the show. So to see where it's gone these, these years, man, I mean, almost six, seven years has been great. We're still growing. We still have many things to do. And we want to take the Swerve City podcast, the syndicated networks. You know what I mean? Hopefully, hopefully, like I told, like I want to tell, like I want to say this publicly. I'm going to say this publicly. There's no reason why, like, you have Jay Leno. You got, you know what I mean? You got those shows, you know what I mean? And um, you got those shows that come on after wrestling, man. After after Rampage, give us an hour on television. Let's do, do the podcast on television. On TBS, right after the show. That's what I want to do. Like, we'll have our own talk show. The same guests that we have, it could be pre-recorded, but have it air after collision. You know what I mean? Have it air on TV after collision. You know what I mean? And you know, that's the over that's the that's the way I'm thinking. I'm thinking future. I'm thinking we could take this to a bigger level. Let's get us on TV. It was already on a WWE network. Let's get us on syndicated television, edit it up. Hey, we got a 30 minute slot. We can give you a 30 minute podcast with the, with a guest. Sit on Swerve's couch and we interview him. 30 minutes. We can do that. So um, you know, we're still cooking on that for, for Teaser's table. Teaser's table is different in the sense that it's more of a, a a mental health, it's a mental health self-help type podcast where I don't talk wrestling with the with the with the athletes. It's more of deeper, you know, than I would on the Swerve City podcast there are two different ways that I, that I engage with them. So, so yeah, man, I mean, that is, that is the crux of what both of them are. They're both different and Swerve City podcast, you know, could be the syndicated thing. And I would love to provide content either the AEW, Sirius XM radio or whatever, you know what I mean? Whoever, cause I'm shopping it around right now, but you know, if I'm able to get it with AEW exclusively, cause they have a huge roster, they got collision, they got rampage, they got all age. And you give me one guest a month, that's all I need, you know? And, you know, we can we can run that. So those are the differences. Uh, Teasy Table, I will say this. The last thing I'll say to close out your question. Music is always, I'm very successful for what I've done in music. I'm very happy with what I've done with music. And it's been my passion since 13 years old. But your passion and your purpose could be two different things. My passion is my music and my purpose is interviewing. I feel like that, when I'm done, when I'm 70 years old, and I'm old oh, man, I can still do that, you know, and that is going to be my path. That is my purpose is Teasy's Table, is Swerve City Podcast and my passion. And what I love to do is music. So they're, they're two different things, but they both mean as much to me. It's just that sometimes your purpose and your passion can be two different things. So that is that is uh that's it for me on that. 
I, I noticed that when uh when I was looking at some of the clips that are on that it definitely does seem to have a, a different tone and tenor and different subject matter than when you would usually expect from a wrestling podcast. And it looks fantastic. So definitely commend you on that. Anybody who's listening to this, if somehow you're listening to this and you don't already listen to Teasy's Table, definitely check out Teasy's Table. You mentioned the music there at the end. Uh, I was just going to ask you about next. Um, number two song right now, Hip Hop Charts, Amazon. Um, what is going on music-wise for you? Um, albums you got rolling. Um, Chris, jump in on this too. Uh, just different musical stuff you guys got going on right now. Well, um, you know, one thing I want to say, man, is shout out to all the supporters, man. And I know true, true God will, will relate to me when I say this. Sometimes you look at your metrics of your Instagram, of your Twitter, and you might post something that you really care about. You get like two likes. You're like, man, what? what? You're like, man, this is, what, you see what I just did, bro? Like, you, you, <laughs> it, it, it gets in your head. We're all creators. We all go through it. But it's 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 great because I I, I was um, checking out my metrics, and then I just saw this, got this alert randomly, and then I looked and I said, Number me and uh music soul child with him as the hustle, his rap get his rap alter ego was uh is number two on the breakthrough um hip hop uh chart hip hop song charts for uh in America, number two for 30 straight days for a month. It was it stayed at number two for 30 days. And I just saw that and I was like, Well, damn. And I'm like, it it overseas is great, but when it's here where you live, you like, yo, how like and you don't even know because Sometimes in our minds, because it's true, the finances or the situation doesn't reflect where the charts are a lot of times. So you look at it and you'd be like, oh, you'd be like, this is how it goes. But it's dope because it 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 just it shows validation that people are listening. And you never know who's paying attention and who's listening. Because we can get in our own head as creators and we can just look at things for face value and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm pushing this song I can see, but then you look at your metrics, look at you, be like, "Well, damn, it's doing this," and it's it's an amazing it's an amazing feeling to be able to say, "I have this." It's one of the best days. It's been one of the best following two weeks of my life, man. I'll be real with you. The AEW thing and find out this thing has been on Amazon for thirty straight days at that same position. I'm just I'm blessed. You know what I mean? I'm blessed. I can't take it, and we keep you know moving and and, and building. And I'm I'm appreciative, but. I got to work us on. I got to focus on the next mission. You know what I mean? I'm appreciative. I'm going to take this time. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy this weekend with my kids with it. And then I'm getting back to work on TZ's Table and Swerve City Podcast and our, our project. Um, Me and uh, Music Soul Child, uh, known as The Hustle for his other thing, we're dropping our pressure video with Marina Shafir. That'll be dropping soon. Uh, Me and me and Music, uh, well, I'm going to call him Hustle. Me and Hustle are going in the... Uh, studio and we're going to work on this album together so some wrestling stuff some not but we're going to be working on a project together we're going to do like a series of projects of songs uh so it's not just like it's like a volume series so we're going to drop like seven eight songs per project it'll be a collab project with me and him um i had my solo project erica son too while i was putting out but i kind of put that to the background because i'm so swamped and sometimes you gotta know if they need an album from you right now and i'm so busy they really don't need a solo tz project right now but I'll get there. Uh, man, obviously, you get Teasy's Table popping. Uh, got Kiara Hogan, my next guest. I'm looking to, well, I'm going to say it. Well, I just wrapped him out. I'm trying to get Sarah Marie Guevara for my next one. So that'll probably be the, that might be the next guest I have. I don't know who's next, but uh, 
I will have somebody next month. And and unless it's AEW exclusive and they bring me something, I'm going to interview indie people too. It wrestles in the indies and all that. Until something's on paper, I'm going to still do what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I got that. And I'm in the studio still cooking up, working on different features, different projects I got for people. Drew Guy, I'm looking forward for another Cypherverse, man. I need you to send me something, brother. I need a... I need another. I need another cipher, John. But I like. I like doing them. But those things are fun. Yeah. And and, and um, you know, uh, we just we just gonna continue moving, man. I got a lot of PR stuff that I'm that I'm that I have cooking up. A lot of things that I have going on. So I have like five different projects I'm doing at the same time. But it's it, it's worth it, man. Chris, you kind of lit up a little bit when I mentioned the the number two song and uh, everything that's going on. Did you have any input on that? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like just, you know, the numbers that he's been putting out for a lot of these songs, the, the Guevara, both of the Guevara theme songs. Didn't one of them, I think one of them charted in the UK. Yes, it did. One charted in the UK. But this one, like he said, United States, number two, Amazon Music. That's a that's a big thing. No matter what genre it is, that's a big deal. You know, just hitting anything top 10. You know, a lot of people would just get happy with top 100. You know, and, and that sounds funny. You know, you're like, oh, I'm number 74 in the top 100 of whatever genre. But to say number two, that's a big deal. So, you know, like, I got to give him I got to give him all the props in the world at number two. So, like, we're going to brag on that one for a while. I don't care what anybody say. It could downplay it. <laughs> I'm going to brag on that shit for a good minute, bro. So, yeah, man. And, um, I mean, like, as far as, like, me on the on the, on the the my end, you know, just working on stuff for both TZ and Swerve. Um, you know, we have a lot of things coming up. Um, we were talking about like Art Basel in Miami. Um, there's like other stuff as far as like sports related. Cause like I said, we just did the first pitch with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp um, a few months ago. So we're trying to take it to like the next level. You know, what's what else is out there, you know? Um, and just stuff with like interviews, not just for TZ's table, him interviewing people, but him and Swerve getting interviews on whatever, local television, national television, if there's write-ups, things like that. I mean, Cam, you know you know how that goes when it comes to, like, the website stuff, but not just in the wrestling space. You know, there's entertainment. You know, we read, let's say you have MSN. MSN has an entertainment section. You know, uh, whatever, uh, Spectrum. There's so many different websites that have an entertainment section, and we're just trying to get that Swerve City out there. That Swerve City, that brand, that brand TZ Swerve, it gotta go. It gotta, it gotta, it gotta. It's gonna take the step. So that's what I'm doing behind the scenes, the marketing side of it, and just the the, the public relations and the everything. Let me ask you this. Um, so TZ, one thing that I've dealt with in the last year or two is people say that I'm not as edgy or opinionated anymore. But what I try to tell them is like, it's not being safe is that you start to have conversations like with the people you've been watching on TV and you get perspective about their lives and why they do the things they do, why they might not be allowed to do something you think they should do. Um, so not only in the questions you ask, the interviews you have, but also in your art, how much has, I guess from the beginning, have a relationship with Swerve, but meeting more of these people and being, if not coworkers in a way contemporaries, how much has that affected 
your art and what you put out into the world? Wow, Cam, what a what a question. Woo. All right. I want my brother true God, so I'm gonna be a hundred percent thousand here. You know I can't speak. On, you know I can't speak on yeah. this one. You know, uh, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. There's a reason I didn't even put your name in the question. So yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, so, so I'll say this, and I'll be as as end of of, of PR as I can be, but I'll be a hundred percent real. Once once you get to a certain point and you realize how important relationships are, you kind of fall back from certain things. You know, my art doesn't change. The art of what I rap about or what I say, that doesn't change. Now, the relationships of podcasting and how you interview and what you say, that can change. That changes a little bit. Now, you could be 100% honest in what you want to ask without being, you know, kind of fishing for something or your interview style to where it feels like you're kind of just going for broken what you're asking. So, I could be as honest and as appreciative as I can to get them to open up, to get anybody to open up without having to go to that level. I understand, you know, uh, but I also understand on the contrary, you know, true God's comments on that, because there's also another side to the game that a lot of people don't know that unless you're in these circles and you hear the conversations and you're around and you hear the, the pillow talking as they say that, you know, and some people just voice out and talk about it. And then some people keep it in and they don't speak about it. And they just filter it off. But, you know, there is also, you know, with, with, with sunshine comes the pain and with, and with joy comes rain, as they say. So, you know, it, it, it always is also another side and some people just express it more than others, but it, my art musically, it doesn't change, Cam. It doesn't change, but the relationships and knowing how to maintain relationships, if you want to keep a certain uh, how can I say certain relationships then especially in interviewing you have to kind of be very careful on what you say what you ask and stuff like that but musically nobody's gonna tell me what to rap and what not to rap about musically I'm going to my grave now but the other stuff uh yeah there is a there is a line so when you said like not as edgy I'm definitely not as much as I used to be I'm not. You see, I barely tweet about wrestling anymore. I barely, I barely do. You know what I mean? I barely do. I'm like, TZ, you still watch? Yeah, and I post my stuff, but I kind of just get off because, you know, I would, you know, I just don't want to seem too opinionated on certain things and who I like, who I don't like, because I know if I say something. <laughs> yeah, you that. yeah. You know what I mean? Good night. So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to. Hey guys, here's a new freestyle out. All right, signing out. Bye. Like I just, I just keep it, I just keep it professional and cool. But if you know, but you know, but privately and stuff like that, I get, I give my opinions. But I, that's 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 it on that. That's a good question, Cam, because I'm definitely, you know, once you meet people and you understand, you, I ain't say you get domesticated, but you kind of chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you kind of fall back. You know what I mean? You like, all right. <laughs> I knew Cam was gonna ask that question. Because I knew yeah. I knew it was coming. And <laughs> and I'm and I, look because because I see the criticism that Cam take. I've been getting the same some of the same criticism yeah. Cam been getting recently. And I'm like, it, it makes me mad because everybody who knows me knows I don't really shut the fuck up when it comes to saying what I want to say. And that's how I always been. Like you just can't shut me up because like I, I said all the time, I'm from West Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? I, I came up sitting on the corner for years. You can't tell me what to say. However, 
I am now seeing that, you know, that the importance of the building of relationships and the importance of everything. And it's like, all right, I don't need to say everything that I wanted to say, but I, I've been accused of that too. So that's why I can't ask the question. That's why I laughed. I said, I can't say nothing. People telling me, oh, you changing, you know, you, you, you solve, you, you, you know what I mean? You got song on TV now. Oh, you can't. And it, it, it pissed me off a little bit. And so it's interesting listening to y'all talk about it and everything like that. Cause it's an adjustment for me. You know, it's definitely adjustment for me because I made it to where I was by talking the shit that I talk. You know, it's like you you get there. I'm like, I think I'm the greatest at this. I don't give a fuck what this person said. I don't give that person say whatever. Like, I'm going to speak my mind. And then you start to get people like, hey, man, like, maybe you shouldn't, <laughs> you know, like, maybe this ain't. And my reaction is not not the same. Uh, you know, my, my reaction is you just I've like, I don't the, give a fuck. I've got you know, the yeah, and my thing is like you know what I'm saying like we, we like we all come from like we all, we don't all come from the same background. I know in wrestling, wrestling is such a different, and this is a whole entirely different conversation. Wrestling is such a different business to where like a lot of the stuff like and and I say like you know like just all conversations with Chris, you know what I mean? Like we had conversations about stuff where we you know talk about it in the business, and it's like there's an element of wrestling, the wrestling business that I didn't understand because I'm like I don't come from that. You know what I mean? I don't come from that. I don't come from the, the especially the carny side of it. I didn't come from that. And I won't say too much, but I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm pretty outspoken about it. And when it comes to like, you know, shady businesses, especially in the indie side of things, I dealt with that. I came up, you know, in, in North Carolina. I came up in North Carolina in, in this business. And that's where I got my start at. And like, I didn't have no, I didn't go train. I didn't go do none of that. You know what I mean? Like I started, literally, I talked my way through a podcast that I called into and they invited me down. They said, yo, you should come be a part of this, you know, be the show. And I stayed for, for like a year. And so when I see it, it's just, it's interesting. And so that's why I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad Cam asked the question. Uh, because I think it's 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 a criticism that we all tend to get. And I think it's something that, you know, until you're in a business, you don't understand it. So for the people who are saying the things that they're saying, you don't have those 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 opportunities. You don't have that motion. So you're just like, oh, you can't, you're not this, you're not that. And it's like, nah, it's, it's a line between being professional and being and being real. You can still be real and still be professional. You can be real in your own time and not have to, everything doesn't have to be public. I'm learning that now. It took a little while, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Cam. It took it took a little while. I'll always, always give credit to Cam. Cam is like, uh, but I'll give you too much credit because, you know, we on air, you know, we on air, so I'm gonna give you too much credit. I hate, I hate giving you a lot of credit, brother. Uh, but I feel like like that's my dog. We balance each other out, though. I feel like we me and Cam do a lot of the same things from different perspectives, and we can yeah, like, we can talk about it. We can communicate about why it works the way it does, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So we like I like we have a we have an understanding, and then there's a balance there. So I I definitely appreciate Cam, and I like I appreciate TZ. I appreciate Chris. I appreciate all of y'all. You know what I mean? Because different. I'm I'm here to soak up different perspectives from different from different walks of life and different people who had different things. So. Um, I wanted to to briefly though, because I know I know TZ, I know you gotta you gotta run. Yeah, I got I got uh, I got about uh thirty minutes, thirty minutes. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I bet, bet. Well, Eric, you can you get it, you get it. This this part this part out. Um, I wanted to talk though, because you mentioned the Erica Sun Two, um, album that you was working on. You put aside what went into the first one, because that first one is it's a it's a it's a heavy album. You know what I mean? That's that's a heavy, it feels like a heavy album. You know what I mean? So, like, what went into that? And I just want everybody who's listening, if you haven't, 
go to Spotify, you go to Apple Music, and go check out that album. Wow. So at that time, man, uh, that's right before COVID happened, and I put that project out. That was a deeper concept album. Uh, Erica Sun, uh, the, the tape series is basically my uh, really what kind of like what Nas's King Disease is now, or back then at the time, what a you know a uh, a a little Wayne series of the Carters. That's basically what it's gonna be. There's gonna be four installments. I still got to put two out, but the first one was really deep in, in introspective songs. Um, I wrote that album really in about maybe like two months at the time. And it was just a lot of what I was feeling more on the introspective base of life and things that I was going through stuff about, you know, how I was feeling as being a black man in America, my kids, you know, I recently, I was going through a breakup at the time of a, of a, of a long relationship I was in. So a lot of those songs was reflective of that at the time and looking back at it. It was, I really, really enjoyed that project for what it did for me. You know, it really did a lot for me in introspective base. So those 10 songs really meant a lot to me. I wanted, all the reason why it was 10 songs is because I want, you know, how Illmatic was 10 records. So that was my, my base of that. <laughs> it's not Illmatic, but <laughs> it definitely, definitely is, you know, a great, a great uh, form to do that. And then with two, uh, as I go into two right now, two's been completed, it's been done. I got shout out to Rich Boy. I got Rich Boy on the album. I got uh, obviously music's on the album, swords on the album. Anthony King, Anthony King made my album so much better. That dude is such a weapon. Like, I'll tell anybody, bro, I'm gonna put King over for a minute. Look, man, you get King on as many songs as you can, brother. Your song just gets better, bro. And you know, like, like Chris. When Chris say, you know, he was bragging about the charts. I, br- I will say this, and I will, I will say this, and I will put this on my, on my grave. Look, man, I'm a great ass talent picker, bro. I know that. So, you know, whether it's, it's motivating Swerve to do his thing and, and coaching him or finding King, hey, bro, that's what I brag on. When I see them two dudes be selling what they doing, I sit, I sit back like Jimmy Iovine, like, yep, I was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So good, man. He's like a Nate dog or some shit. But he, dog, he just, dog. King is phenomenal, bro. So yeah, man. That's that's the that was the concept behind one true God. That was the concept behind one. And you know, I look forward to continue the tape series going. I just the wrestling stuff has been keeping me so busy and keeping me relevant that you know I know that in order to go to two, I'm gonna have to switch gears for people and how I'm marketing. And right now I've been so busy. The rest of the stuff has had so much momentum that when I do get to two, that's going to probably take a six month period of my life where I'm just focused strictly on that. So I want to make sure everything will I dive into bringing two out. So two's been done. It's been uploaded on DSPs. It's, I got that shit released to like 2025. Like it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's just sitting there. And uh, when I get to it, it'll definitely be out. But yeah, man, one, one is phenomenal. I love one. Um, it uh it is named after my mom Erica, so it's just basically Erica's son, and you know, man, I appreciate you bringing that up, man, because not many people do. I appreciate that. Look, man, I, I relate. I have I've been making albums for about the same right. It's funny because around the same time you put Erica's son, I put out Rhoda's son, which is right around the same time my mom passed. So I oh, like salute, I, brother, salute, King. Yeah, salute. I, I got, I get, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I definitely relate. I wonder real quick because you mentioned Anthony King. I, I I gotta I gotta I gotta do the cheap plug, you know. Next week on the show, he's gonna be on with us. So 
Um, he right. is a monster, man. He he is a monster. Uh, AW Dynamite Weekly wrap up. Um, I, you know, the, the the first thing he said to me when we we like when our first private conversations, he was like, "Man, I did some with you know Jay Mills and Loaded Lux," and I was like, "Oh, bro, I'm a battle rap fan. You know, I'm a, I'm a battle rap fan." So that instantly got my interest. And with that, I heard. Now I don't I don't know. You know, I I, I heard I saw. That you gonna be you have a little bit of involvement. I know right now, uh, you know DNA. Uh, I know he just lost his mom. Salute, D. Uh, you know, much so love, you know, bro. yeah, yeah. Much love to DNA. But I, I saw he got the Halloween Havoc with the wrestling bars. Uh, and I saw you. You're supposed to be a part of that. Yeah, man. So you know, DNA puts the flyer out Halloween Havoc about the all wrestling bars card. Chess versus Danny Myers. You know what I mean? Uh, Don mm-hmm. Marino's on the card. Shout out to Don. DNA versus Charlie Clips, Snake Eyes is on the card, and I'm and the way people watch. I just got the RBE card with Aver versus A Ward. I'll be watching everything. So yeah. and also it keeps your pen sharp too as a rapper. It's gonna oh that was fire. It keeps you sharp. You know what I mean. So you kind of gotta stay tuned to make sure your pen's still sharp to make sure you ain't out of touch. So uh, DNA posted card. So I DM him. I say, hey, yo, bro, let me let me um let me get in on the hosting, bro. Like you know what I mean. Like if you can. We could work out the logistics, brother. I would love to hop on the um hop on the card and and do some hosting and do a whole and host the event. Let me do the inaugural one. I ain't got to do every one of them. If you want me back to to be the to be the man for the rest of them, I will. But let me do the let me do the hosting. You know, I'm a big fan of you guys. And and he was like, yeah. So when he came to the AEW event in in New York, we chopped up more about it. Me, him, and Chess were sitting there. We were talking about the event. So. Yeah, man, I'm hosting that event. That'll be streaming live on the uh, on um on caffeine. I'll be doing the hosting. You know, what I mean, that's gonna be fun. You know, the wrestling, the, one of the wrestling guys, one of the wrestling artists is hosting the wrestling card, and I look forward to standing there like smack, flipping the coin and seeing who got the dopest wrestling bars. And you know, we are up to standard. So if somebody says something, if 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 I hear a Marty Janetti bar that ain't fire, I ain't reacting. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, we do this true. So we, you know, we, 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 we in this. So you got to be real fact. witty. You know, what I mean, I need to, I need to hear Shawn Michaels something that ain't a super kick. I need to hear something else. Like I need to go going. Shawn Michaels had an arsenal of moves. Go into that bag. Let me hear something. You know what I mean? So I'm, uh, I'm gonna be a hard judge, but I'm looking. I'm looking forward to to seeing what people say. I I go, you know, you know, true. You watch battle rap. Everybody be reacting to everything. Oh my god! Like that line was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that line was all right. You know what I mean? So you know, but I, I look forward to 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 hearing to hearing some um some good stuff. So, but all jokes aside, I'm excited to be doing that. I'm excited to be hosting that card, and that's going to be a lot of fun. That's bucket list for me, just to be around anything in battle rap, just to be there. Yeah, I mean, I like, sure. I, I, those are some of the most talented writers in the world. So I look forward to being uh, being there doing that in New York. You know what I mean? You know, definitely October 29th. Make sure you guys get your kid go on caffeine, buy your little tokens, as they call them on, on the caffeine app, get your <laughs> tokens, watch the event live. I'll be there hosting it. I, uh, hopefully King can pull up. I invited him. Hopefully he can pull up. Uh, obviously with him knowing Mills and Lux, that'll be a good networking thing for him too. So you know that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be dope. For sure. Real, real quick, real, real quick before before we you know wrap it up, I gotta ask you just just from a battle rep perspective. Sure. If you had to pick, you know, 
three to five like battle rappers that that you that's like now I won't say your favorite, but just three to five that you that you look at and be like they they make me want to sharpen my pen like that much more. Is there is there any like particular ones that you that you intently watch to help up your game? Yes, great question. New Jersey Torque is out of here, bro. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, like, where did you? Where'd you pull that from? Like, I, I just pause. But like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like, that's <laughs> whoa. Pause. That hey, like yo. the hey yo shout to Kevin Mace. But uh, like, I I'm like, where did that? Where did that come from? So twerk. I say as far as writers, twerk, rum nitty. Averb, Loaded Lux, and who as a writer, as a writer. The way K Shine does the entertainment with the bars. Yeah. He's phenomenal. So I would say him. I'll give you like two more. That's five. I got uh, uh, JC as far as a writer. Yeah. And uh, who else as far as writing that keeps the pen sharp? Uh, who's another one that's very, very dope? Um, uh, chess, chess too, chess too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, chess, chess is chess too. Yeah, I say that. I would say the stuff Load of Lux comes up with the intricacy of how he puts it is phenomenal. You know what I mean? But but it's like as far as well rounded, like the, if you put like the perfect battle rapper and you built him up like you do a creative wrestler, it'd be New Jersey Twerk because he could do everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just has to remember remember his stuff, but consistently, which he is now, but. He's like the perfect to me, like the perfect because he's he's intricate, he's entertaining, he, he have jokes, and and he, his haymakers be when he hit when crazy. the haymakers hit crazy. You be like, oh my god! I wish he was on this wrestling card. I really he I really wish he was on this card. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. Yeah. You know that's 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 a dope question, man. Those are my couple people. Rum Nitty with them punchlines be out of this world, bro. I'd be like, yeah. Where'd that line come from? Like, where'd you think of that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Those are my those are my people that I look and keep my pen shot. I'm like, all right, I gotta get better. Well, any of you listening who might be on that card, you heard it heard it here first. That 1992 Shawn Michaels teardrop suplex. Look into that. <laughs> it's over the street mm. music. There you go. No, that's, uh, a, that's a that's a throw. That's a there you I go. I'm just I'm just that. saying, just throwing that out there. You know, you know, Jake, do the do the short arm clothesline before the DDT. Just don't go right into the DDT. Give there me a short go. arm clothesline. Give me a, you know what I mean. Give me a signature. Give me a signature move. Don't just give me the choke slam and the and the tombstone by Undertaker. Give me something else. He used to walk the rope. He did the old school. Give me an old school. Give me. Give me something else besides the obvious. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. We had the stunner, but give me a Thez press. Give me something else. That's all right, I'm asking. Right. <laughs> so you Great have TV. we have the we have the Halloween Havoc event. We got Teasy's Table. We got Swerve City Podcast. We got the album coming out. Do you got anything else that you need to get out there for the for the folks listening? Monteezy, as far as plugs. Yes. Um, one thing that I want to say. And I have to be honest with you. And this is just being real because True God didn't mention the performance, but this is a little bit of motivation. And what I want to say is that all this is possible. You see what we all are doing. This is not rocket science. You just have to be able to know what you're doing, 
know how to market it, know what to say, what not to say, work your relationships and work hard, man. You know what I mean? I, I, what I want to do is if possible in the perfect world, I would like to be a vessel if the opportunities open up to help other artists get opportunities, but help them in a way to where it's not only lucrative fam, but excuse me, to give that exposure. I'm not the kind of person where, you know, certain things in the 48 laws of power I don't agree with, but a lot of stuff that I do agree with in there, and I forgot what law it is, is to never, it's a never pass your mark. You know what I mean? Once you make a mark, you move forward, but you never try to do the same thing over again, you know? And I understand what you were saying about a performance, but I'm good. If that's my blessing, I can say I did it. You know what I mean? Let's see what we can do to help True get on that stage. Let's see what we can do to help Mega Ren get on that stage. Other people to get that opportunity because there's only so much one person can do. If all of us are able to do this collectively, then we have a union of respect and power for all of us to do it. Me, me being on that stage three, four times in a row, that, that, okay, that's cool. But if we can help get other people now on that stage to help get that opportunity to help brand, that gives us more power within as a union to be able to help each other out for the, what the collective is with wrestling music. So it doesn't always have to just be me. I want everybody to, you know, be successful. I want all of us to be able to come together and make this happen because with all of us being able to build this as a brand, we're able to take this to a new level and take it higher, but we need strength in numbers. So if I'm mm -hmm. one of the pioneers that opened the door to have that opportunity, then I want to be able to help others get that opportunity. I really want to take TZ's table to something different in another level in wrestling. I feel like uh, mental health type, um, self-help type podcast to help people that's in this business can help take wrestling to another level. And that's really where my focus is on right now is to do like more self-help, more motivational things with that podcast to build that to another level and to do what I can behind the scenes to help other artists get these opportunities to help to help bring it you know what i mean we have established guys and then to the worthy true guys that's not industry that can come in and get opportunities as well you do that as well but i think that um you know let's uh i want to continue to build on that bro i want to continue to build tz's table to where it is i want to get swerve city podcast on 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 national television i want to take these things and build this to another form and I salute the, you know, true God, the shot, the Apollo, everybody who is, who was doing that thing, Brenton, everybody who was on the AEW first album, now that are on the second album, shout out to the, all of us are pioneers in this, this company is three, four years old now, it's still in this infancy, you know, let's, let's do what we can do as a collective to help build this company, let's keep, let's keep uh, the mind on the mission, no egos, no, no crap, let's just, let's just keep working, man, we're right there, you know, you obviously, they just did London, you know, with the one of the biggest crowds out there. They just did London. We just did Grand Slam. Let's let's stay focused on the mission and being people of color in wrestling. Let's let's just uh, stay on the collective and stay focused on the mission, and we'll be fine. Chris, I just want to say real quick. I just want to say ahead. real quick. TZ made a good point. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but Tony, you know, Tony hit my line. I absolutely come out and rap Commander. Uh, next time they're in Atlanta. Absolutely. Just, get, get your moment, bro. Get yours. You know it's just point that out. Yeah, absolutely. You know it'll get there. Yeah, it'll it'll sure. happen. It'll yeah. happen. Everybody yeah. get their moment, bro. 
Yeah, for not for sure. I, but you mentioned it. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but since you mentioned it, you know what I'm saying? I was like, cool, let's you know, shit, let's make it happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it happen, you know. Hey, that's it, bro. <laughs> that everybody yeah. is everybody, everybody get a plate at the table, brother. And then once it happens, I'm gonna be retweeting and saluting you, brother. Like, hey, yeah. another, another one got it. Look, man, I, 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 I me and you spoke, man, almost two years ago now, I feel like. But you know, we the we talk, we had the kind of same same mindset, like just I just want to see brothers get on and, and and be successful because at the end of the day, that's part of why I started doing this in the first place was to help show people that there is an opportunity for people who, you know, maybe come from a different background, maybe come from less, you know, like it's just all about motivation. So uh, that, that's much respect for sure. But I, I, I ain't want to jump in. I know he's about to ask Chris a question, but I just wanted to, you know, put that out there. Tony, Will, uh, you know, all, you know, Mikey, all my peoples, you know, they got my number. They got my number, you know. <laughs> but uh, Chris, did you have anything you wanted to put out there from a seaplane? Um, yeah, just uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on, I guess we call it X now, whatever the hell, Twitter. I know it as Twitter. Follow us on there, Seaplane Entertainment Group. Um, you know, obviously follow Montezzi and what he's doing, Swerve City Podcast and everything. And I know he's not wrestling related, but y'all got to check out my dog, T. Murray, man. Facts. Speaking of real, and he be you know that's you know he's in Orlando right now, but he's from my section. This is my homie that I grew up with day one since elementary school. I mean, it ain't just street stuff; it's more like reality. You know, he's a father, he's a hard worker. You know, he also hustles. He also don't take no shit. And check out his music as well. And um, yeah, just keep supporting. You know, I'm I, I listen. I my door is open as long as you ain't on no bullshit. I'll definitely listen to you. Um, you know, if you need advice, you know, my DMs are usually open when it comes to like suggestions of things or you need any help, you need direction. If you want to go to trade school, I can tell you how to go to trade school to get things going. If you want to get your business started, you know, I can consult up to a certain point. After that, I got a fee for you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like I, I I help out everybody. You know what I'm like I'm if you just need somebody to talk to, you, you know, as long as there's nothing that's crazy i'll definitely try to like give you like encouraging word or whatever it is and that's pretty much it it ain't just all business with me you know i I talk my shit i like to have fun and um you know support the call support all these guys support cam over there seahawk the ringer um obviously true guy you got a new thing new project coming hey, up. hey cam bro i need some media coverage bro <laughs> you're muted dog Listen, I'm, I'm. We talk about it when the when the camera goes off. Everything's fine, but we'll, we'll talk about it when we hit the stop button. All right, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, I missed one, man. I missed one, and we ooh, we got we got to recover. Well, now that you're back on cam, uh, tell us about the show with Fightful uh, with Rob. Yeah, man. Uh, it's cool. Me and my man Rob Wilkins. Um, my point is covering. It's supposed to be the month in wrestling because there are too many weekly podcasts. But um, he kind of works around Talk my schedule. I'm, I'm pretty busy. So I think we're going to switch off from the day that we're doing just to make it a bit more accessible. But, yeah, man, it's fun. Uh, uh, me and Rob Wilkins, he's been a fight for a long time. Uh, the Week in Wrestling, and then we typically try to figure in something additional, whether we're talking about pro football, college football, movies. We try to throw something a little bit different in there every week. So, yeah, um, typically 
you know, about an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, me and Rob just talking about the goings on, have a live chat as it's going. So that's really fun. So yeah, my point is with Fightful, very fun show for sure. True. Ro unroll the scroll. Go ahead. <laughs> Look, man, uh, you, you already know how it is. I, we have, there's two projects right now for me and Apollo um, tonight at midnight uh, on all platforms. The, plat the platform <laughs> is the EP. Um, we, you know, this is my first time recording in, in Atlanta. So, um, you know, I've been down here literally just toss, you know, toss some verses. I haven't, I haven't wrote a rap in a long time. So I, I tried to write a few things. Uh, so y'all can definitely check that out on Spotify tonight. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, when it drops. We got another project. Uh, of course, Comeback Trail is is out right now. Um, you know, uh, uh, really, really pleased by the response to that album. Um, I'm kind of working on like a solo thing right now. I just started like yesterday. Um, so there'll be more details on that. Uh, you should definitely check out DefineRevolution.com. We got a NBA uh, article coming from Axe. Um, I have a Golden State Warriors-based article coming. And you should stay tuned here because we have a mega NBA pod coming up uh, very soon. So if you liked the way that our last NBA pod worked with the segments and the ins and outs with the tunes and all of that stuff, we've got something real special for you coming up because the next NBA pod we got is going to have some some shocking surprise guests, some people doing correspondent stuff for different teams. Uh, I'm going to be coming loaded up with, with uh, a lot of cool production stuff, I hope. Um, the NBA pods are going to be real special. Um, obviously, we got the weekend wrestling every week. Got a lot of interesting guests lining up for that. Going to be some very interesting guests coming along for these special editions and these nostalgia hours. And of course, we got the weekly NFL pod as well that you can be looking out for this week. Chris, drop some social media stuff, some seaplane stuff on us before we get out of here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like, definitely follow us on. All the social media platforms, just look up Seaplane Entertainment Group, seaplane.ent on Instagram, seaplane underscore ENT on Twitter, and definitely follow Swerve City, Monteezy, TZ Jones, TZ's Table, and yeah, we'll have a lot of updates on what's going on with all of those. Seaplane, Swerve, TZ, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um... Did I did I plug? Did I plug everything? Yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you were you were plugging. Okay, you were plugging okay. away. We're plug we're plugging away around here. It was, hey. it was like a, it was like an hour ago. I forgot. <laughs> like I forgot. Man. All of you out there heard it from a viral song that was inspired by passion in 2014 to rapping Sammy Guevara to the fucking ring in front of over 10,000 people in a stadium that they play tennis on. Be the fucking lion. This is DAR, sports media, and our world never stops. True. Huh. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on the front of spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go. Let's go. We riding out, yeah, riding out, riding out, yeah. Leave me riding up, uh, riding up, yeah, riding up. I yeah. said the D A R like the D P G. 
east to west side out in dc we gotta make a move nigga yeah we see y'all be steady bouncing to a beat to sound like dre or maybe battle cat loaded lux got me watching battle rap loading up my 38 you better never tattle that good smoke good pussy good up in my habitat sick of all the silly tricks send them where the rabbits at swing a couple irons like it's caddyshack me and apollo got some models that's been dying to follow i said it's the west in here tonight east side but the drama been so clear tonight all the bad bitches got nothing to fear tonight we just rockin', smoking something you can hear tonight we the leaders of the new school follow the shit and give me a bad red bone to swallow this dick bitch rolling up the smoke chevy on them hundred spokes bitch you like the way we float hop inside oh way let's go let's go we riding out riding out Riding out, yeah. We riding out, riding out, riding out. Cruising yeah. the city, ride with something pretty. We bout to show out the AR, are you with me? It's show time, the host fine, we smooth like wine. And I'm looking at my watch, it's about that time. We just make you wanna dance all night long. We just make you wanna move all night long. We back at the hotel, yes it went well. We going hard to the bar, ring the bell. Last call for alcohol. We need to get lit, have it with jaws, baby. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on them running spokes. Bitch, you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh wait, let's go. Let's go, we riding up, riding up, riding up, yeah. We riding up, riding up, riding up, yeah. Just got word that the plug got that good in stock. Plus it's still sunny outside, so you know we pulling out. Feel me? It ain't no reason it should be that hot, but I ain't complaining. Been out here so long, it still ain't raining. All these tough guys know they want to weigh in. I just give them a bit of game and I have to say when. If it overflows, that's just a drip. I ain't never been the one to slip. But what you come to get, that's what I'm running with. Just to show y'all who y'all be fucking with. Say it's been too long, give me in the seat. When the weekend rolls around, it's just a remedy. No, I got a motherfucking tendency to wild out. But I'm a ride out before they get to me. Oh. 